Now Moab rebelled against Israel after the death of Ahab, and Ahaziah <laughs> fell through the lattice in his upper chamber, which was in Samaria, and became <coughs> ill. So he sent messengers and said to them, Go inquire of Beelzebub, the god of Ekron, whether I shall recover from this sickness. But the angel of the Lord said to Elijah the Tishbite, Arise, go up to meet the messengers of the king of Samaria, and say to them, Is it because there is no god in Israel that you are going to inquire of Baal-zebub, the god of Ekron? Now therefore, thus says the Lord, You shall not come down from the bed where you have gone up, but you shall surely die. Then Elijah departed. When the messengers returned to him, he said to them, Why have you returned? They said to him, A man came up to meet us and said to us, Go, return to the king who sent you, and say, Thus says the Lord God, Is it because there is no God in Israel that you are sending to inquire of Baal-zebub, the god of Ekron? Therefore you shall not go down from the bed where you have gone up, but shall surely die. He said to them, What kind of man was he who came up to meet you and spoke these words to you? They answered him, He was a hairy man with a leather girdle bound about his loins. And he said, It is Elijah the Tishbite. Things are not going well with Ahaziah's reign over Israel. You have the political issue, Moab's rebellion, the economic issue, the ships being broken up, and now you have the personal issue, Ahaziah's great fall. All the king's horse and all the king's men, you know, weren't able to restore his health, and he's not doing well from the fall. He's ailing, and so he wants messengers to find out how he's going to do. Now, we've seen that before. Somebody's sending somebody to a prophet to find out if somebody will recover from sickness. Remember that? Sent her in disguise. Jeroboam? Jeroboam sent his wife? wife in disguise too. Ask about the child. To ask about his child. What was the prophet's name? Elijah. Nope. Ahijah. Ahijah. And what was the son, and what was the son's name? Same as the other one. The other king. Yeah, close. Abijah. Abijah or Abijah, yeah. so but so that's that is a practice. I mean, shouldn't a prophet know? I mean, if he's got a connection with the Lord, the Lord could tell him. So, you know, Ahaziah really wants to know if he's going to get well or not. So he sends messengers to where? Ekron. Ekron. Have you ever heard of Ekron before? That's in Philistine. Yes, one of the five Philistine city-states. Besides Ekron, there was Gath, Ashkelon, Gaza, Ashdod. We got him. Ashkelon and Ashdod, Gaza or Gaza and Gath and Ekron. Yeah. So he sends uh, to, to inquire of Baal Zabub. Zabub means flies. <laughs> the Lord of the Flies. But we think that was um, the prophet's parody on Zabul, which means prince. So he's probably sending him to the Lord of the Prince, which. Conveniently, the Bible calls the Lord of the Flies. You know, people do things like that. You know, some someone who you're wanting to put down, you just do a takeoff on their name. 
Remember how in the intertestamental period, Antiochus Epiphanes uh, was a terror. Epiphanes meant a manifestation of God. But the Jews, instead of calling him Antiochus Epiphanes behind his back, they called him Antiochus Epimenes. means the madman, instead of the manifestation of God. People do things like that. So, uh, you know, I think this is probably the Lord's parody. You know, this Lord of the Prince is actually no more than the Lord of the Flies when it's all said and done. And God's angel tells Elijah, go intercept those messengers. And you ask them, is it because they're in the God of Israel? In Israel, did you got to go up and inquire of Belzebub, the God of Ekron? Uh, God's insulted. You know, the one there a God around here you could ask? And he sends him back with a sad message. You know, you're not going to leave your bed, um, but you're going to die. That's the truth. So the messengers go back to Isaiah rather quickly, you know, before they, he would have expected them, and finds out that they've talked to this guy, and he said, what does he look like? Oh, yeah, that's Elijah. It was a farther journey for them to get to Ekron than to Jerusalem, probably. Yes, I agree. Maybe he didn't really want to know what the Lord wanted, would have said about it. It just, it just doesn't make any sense why they even bother wasting their time asking. <laughs> because they don't listen, and it doesn't come true. And But yet they only use it on important occasions to inquire of the Lord as if that's some... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's hearers only. What good does it do to listen if you're not going to do it? I mean, do you wonder? Do you wonder sometimes why we even sit through a sermon or through a Bible class? I mean, if we're to the point where I'm not going to change, I'm going to do what I want to do. Well, then why bother to listen? Why even read the Bible? Just throw it in the trash if you're not going to obey it. I mean, really, it amounts the same thing. So, yeah, it is. It doesn't make sense. All right, comments or questions through verse 8. So was this Beelzebub with, with the different five different states in the listing have a different God? I don't know about that. Because it says this is the God of Ekron. Yeah, maybe so. There would be a different Baal God for each of them. Or would this God be a God of medicine or something? I don't know. I don't know the Sounds like you should have fired the construction workers that built the... <laughs> 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 uh, that, that's, a, that's a lawsuit well, right there. there. there Sarah to the rescue. This case will be in, in, you know, before me later on. So it's almost yeah. through the lattice? The case of the uh, loose the lattice. The <laughs> Paul, was this lattice on the floor or on the wall? Yeah, yeah I haven't figured that out at all. Like, did he like just go crashing through the floor and be like, oh, here I am. I think, overweight? I think he got tetanus from the splinter. Falling <laughs> <laughs> through the lattice. It was, like, was it like a possibly a lattice over the window? That he like and leaned he into like, and like toppled out of. Yeah. Well, he fell through the lattice in his out upper chamber, which was in Samaria. Oh, this version says out of the window. Oh, really? Yeah. He fell out of the lattice. Out of the window of his second story. Wow. Wow. Well, that's not what I... That was, was, upper chamber, which well, that was his own fault. <laughs> upper chamber. 
Do you have lattice? This does not say lattice Maybe. at all. What, is, what have you got? Oh, anyway? Well, you know, it's one of those weird versions. This is the common English Bible. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> but don't listen to her. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think we're not. It's, we're not common. And we're not English, so. How do you fall out of a window? It's totally your own fault. You have to climb into the window to fall out of it. I think he fell through Unless the lattice. Really leaning through it. What did you say, Chicken? Unless God shoves you. Because he got sick from it, like. Well, yeah, he ruptured his spleen. Okay. Or something. You know yeah. He bruised his spleen. It, out, right? <laughs> it would do it though. <laughs> you know, something. It's, well, that's the kind of idea. Yeah. You can live without a spleen. But, but you can't live with one that's ruptured. Inside of you. I think it would have killed him in that case. <laughs> more, than, more than five stories, the chance of, of dying as a result of a fall from that, it goes up dramatically at the, about that 60 foot level. <laughs> yeah. so. You would think so. No. It splats more. All right, 9 to 18. <laughs> then the king sent to him a captain of 50 with his 50, and he went up to him, and behold, he was sitting on the top of a hill. And he said to him, O man of God, the king says, Come down. And Elijah answered and said to the captain of fifty, If I am a man of God, let fire come down from heaven and consume you and your fifty. Then fire came down from heaven and consumed him and his fifty. So he again sent to him another captain of fifty with his fifty. And he answered and said to him, O man of God, thus says the king, Come down quickly. And Elijah answered and said to them, If I am a man of God, let fire come down from heaven and consume you and your fifty. And the fire of God came down from heaven and consumed him and his fifty. So he again sent the captain of the third fifty with his fifty. When the third captain of fifty went up, he came and bowed down on his knees before Elijah and begged him and said to him, <laughs> O man of God, please let my life and the lives of these fifty servants of yours be precious in your sight. Behold, fire came down from heaven and consumed the first two captains of fifty with their fifties, but now let my life be precious in your sight. And the angel of the Lord said to Elijah, Go down with him, do not be afraid of him. So he rose and went down with him to the king. Then he said to him, Thus says the Lord, because you have sent messengers to inquire of Baal-zebub, the god of Ekron, it is, uh, is it because there is no god in Israel to inquire of his word? Therefore you shall not come down from your from the bed where you have gone up, but shall surely die. So Ahaziah died according to the word of the Lord, which Elijah had spoken, and because he had no son, Jehoram became king in his place. In the second year of Jehoram, the son of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah. Now the rest of the acts of Ahaziah, which he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? So, you know, Ahaziah is kind of a take charge kind of a guy. And uh, he is not pleased with this uh, prophet, Elijah, intercepting the messengers. So he sends to arrest him. He sends 50 men right down there with the captain to bring 
Elijah up there. And what happens instead? Soldier flambe. Do what? Soldier flambe. <laughs> yeah. Went up in smoke. Yeah. Instead of Elijah going up, fire came down. And uh, it's not the first time in the Bible fires come down from heaven. Not normally to incinerate a group of 50, but uh, there are times when fires incinerated people in the Bible, like David Abbott of Ahi would be notable cases. Uh, so, and just recently fires come down and incinerated Elijah's sacrifice and everything around it. Uh, so he, you know, God's in charge of this. And, you know, you don't just order my prophet to come down if, you know, I don't want him to. And, uh, you know, Isaiah's response to Elijah, it's just like, I don't like his message, let's get rid of him. As if that's going to change the thing. Again, very shallow thinking. Not that people don't do that today. People get mad at the messenger when all they're doing is reciting what the Lord says. That's not going to help. You know, he didn't make it. Make it up. And if he changed it, if he perverted it, is that really going to change anything? And so, you know... What do you think about Ahaziah's learning curve? <laughs> slow, <laughs> slow, slow. He didn't learn anything from his father's mistake. Think about the fire on Mount Carmel. Doesn't even seem to learn from his own mistakes. So, sends another 50. And he's getting a little impatient by this time. Come down quickly! And what happens to those 50 and the captain? They're all fired up. And uh, so he sends a third 50. What can you see about Ahaziah? He's stubborn. He is stubborn. He's not very creative. He's not. He's got a one note solution. And. Doesn't learn. Lots of spare men. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Man, he sure doesn't care much about his men, does he? You know, he's willing to sacrifice another 50 and another 50 and whatever. And, uh, but this captain is a little brighter than the first two. Of course, he said, you know, opportunities to uh, learn this. So what does he do? He begs. Yeah. He, he shows respect to the man of God, too. He shows how you treat a prophet. Very careful. No, please. No. And uh, God spares him. And... Uh, you know, then God actually says to Elijah, just go on down. I want you to talk to Ahaziah. And so, you know, Elijah comes down to Ahaziah and says, because you've sent messengers to inquire of Belzebub, the god of Akron, is it because there's no god in Israel to inquire of his word? Therefore you shall not come down from the bed where you've gone up. shall surely die. And the Lord's insulted. Didn't you have any prophet in Israel to consult? You had to go to the god of Baals over in the Philistine territory. Does God want us turning to Baal or other worldly sources for our direction? You think about how we do that. We'll turn to Freud and who knows who else for counseling. We'll turn to, you know, Madison Avenue for uh, evangelistic methods. You know, we'll turn to, you know, various politicians for our theology. You know, we'll turn to the scientists to decide whether or not Genesis 1 really means what it says or not. You know, instead of listening to the Lord, we listen to all these different other people. Sometimes we're not much different than, than he is. 
You know, God expects that you turn to me. You find out anything you want to know from me. And he didn't do that, and therefore he was condemned. He does die, and uh, his son, uh, rather his brother, he had no sons, his brother, Jehoram, reigns in his place. So Jehoram is what to Ahab and Jezebel? Son. Son. Now that's interesting, because you know who reigned when Jehoshaphat died in Judah? Jehoram. So you got Jehoram reigning in Judah while Jehoram is reigning in Israel. And the two Jehoramai are related to each other how? Brothers-in-law. Brothers-in-law, that's exactly right. Because Jehoram of Judah is married to Jehoram of Israel's sister, Athaliah. Okay, say that again. <laughs> <laughs> when Jehoram, son of Jehoshaphat, is reigning in Judah, Jehoram, son of Ahab, is reigning in Israel, and they are brothers-in-law. How are they brothers-in-law? Because Jehoram of Judah's wife, Athaliah, is a sister to Jehoram of Israel. Jehoshaphat gave her, had his son marry Ahab, Ahab and Jezebel's Ahab. daughter. Jehoram of Judah's Jehoram's wife, Athaliah, is Mary a sister. Judah. She's a sister to Jehoram and Ahaziah of Israel. They're all Ahab and Jezebel's kids. Ahab and Jezebel had Ahaziah, Jehoram, and Athaliah. So it's a sister. Okay, okay. Yeah. It does, it, sometimes it's just like, you really need to see this diagram. Somebody come up with a, uh, you know, Genealogy little chart. family tree-like thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Poison ivy vine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, there are some uh, parallels there, I would say. Um, but so, and that just helps us. If we can keep that in our head, then we know kind of who's who. And it will eventually be, this gets funny, that Jehoram of Judah's son's name is Ahaziah. Didn't they have any other names? <laughs> Well, we're big ones to talk, you know, and any cr crowd of any size, we got a handful of Jacobs and Caleb's and I was going to say, we got Wills four Sarah's at Avon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but within the family, you usually don't, your brother-in-law usually doesn't have kids by the same name. So well, I think they probably named them after family members, Maybe. in Ahaziah's case, perhaps. Or family names. Yeah, exactly. Why do you wanted to be named Gary. <laughs> well, actually, I know a woman named Gary. Oh, that's weird. Horrid. Oh, Poor that's lady. Weird. No, she's she's older than I am. So you've got a girl's name. That's it. <laughs> but a name does not make the person. All right. Any other questions or comments here on uh, chapter one? Does. Does verse 16 imply that if Ahaziah had inquired of the Lord, hey, am I going to be okay with this illness, that he would have lived? Maybe so. I've wondered that too. Maybe so. Because, I mean, it, it makes it, it seems to be really clear. Because you inquired of the wrong God, therefore you will die. Yeah. And it just seems... I think that's a valid thought. I agree. 
that faulty lattice cost uh, one king, two captains, and a hundred soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. We are going to have to do, get some uh, better, uh, I don't know, um, lattice engineering. You had just taken the first answer. It was the exact same as the second one. You just cost him yeah. 102 men. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> it really is. You should have just waited to see what happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's a little late once you're dead. Well, well, I mean, he would know he was dead. It's not like... Well, he wouldn't. It was going to change anything by knowing it ahead of time. Well, yeah. It wasn't going to change anything by knowing what the god of Ekron said. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, that will, that will help a lot. But I bet god, the god of Ekron would have had a lot more, you know, reassuring message. It would have made him feel better while he died. <laughs> <laughs> Until that final moment there at the end. Oh, oh wait, he lied to me. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, why don't we stop here? Good, uh, good discussion. We'll be here next week, so.